Welcome to the Deerwood Realty YouTube channel. I'm John Schenck, founder and managing broker of Deerwood Realty in St. Louis, Missouri. Maybe the headline caught your eye. Was it clickbait? I don't know. Because I'm serious. I, uh, I want to go over this with you. I, you know, look at real estate stuff all the time, real estate, residential real estate stuff. And I, and I just, at times, I just kind of want to take you along with me for the ride. Let's get started. So I saw this tweet, okay? And this tweet says, simply, new house builds are de-aminitizing with smaller footprint, cheaper appliances, floors and countertops, simpler roofs, no deck in the back. Note that house quality is a key indicator of whether we're getting richer as a country. Apparently, we're going in reverse. And this is the way I feel. This, I mean, this perfectly captures the way I feel. Now, look, I want people to be able to afford homes, right? I think that's a good thing. I think that if home affordability is a good thing. However, the way it's going is not what I want. I do not want this for people, okay? So let's get into this. So, all right, well, so what are we talking about here? And I'll show you videos and stuff like that in the future here, but just let me get to the article. Here it says, this was out of a, um, an earnings call. Somebody wrote this article. This was on Wall Street. It says, home builders... In order to sell new houses at a decent clip in this new mortgage rate environment, even as sales of previously owned homes have collapsed because sellers refuse to accept reality, are using a variety of strategies outlined by Dior Horton in its Q3 conference call, including mortgage rate buy-downs, which we've talked about, smaller houses, de-amenitizing the houses, cheaper appliances, floors, counter shops, simpler roof, no deck in the back, and other incentives, free upgrades, etc., so this goes over at first, it goes over the, you know, what happened with the, uh, the median price of single family homes. It's, it's not that, that important. In the sales of new houses, it says, as you can see in the chart below, these levels would be nothing to write home about. But in the new mortgage rate environment, now this was around when it was a little bit higher rates, about 8%, 30-year fixed on a, on, a, on a general loan. Um, but, the, but the new mortgage rate environment, and compared to the collapse in sales of previously owned homes, they're decent and document the effectiveness of bringing down payments via mortgage rate buy-downs, smaller product footprints, and de-amenitizing. So the home builders are not dumb, and so they're responding to the marketplace. It's just in a way that perhaps I don't want. It says, home builders have figured out this market, unlike current homeowners who are thinking about selling, home builders have to build and sell homes no matter what the mortgage rates are. While homeowners who want to sell are clinging to their hopes that this too shall pass, and they're not putting their homes on the market as the national median price after peaking in June of 2022 is on the way down. Homebuilders are now aggressively competing with sellers of previously owned houses, and they also have to compete with the rental market, including newly built for rent single family houses by large landlords. And we've talked about that. And is that really the American way? Is that really what we? Is that really what we've we've come to? And monthly payments brought down via mortgage rates make a difference in lower price points make a difference. The national, median home pr the national median price of new houses has been falling faster than the national median price of existing houses, and now they're now very close, which is unusual. And so uh, then it goes, I mean, there's, I mean, you can see that they're close. It's unusual. Normally you've got a bit of a space between a new house and a used house. Um, and then so this is from the uh, transcript of the earnings call from DR Horton it says to adjust changing market conditions and higher mortgage rates, we have increased our use of incentives and are reducing the size of our homes where possible to provide better affordability for our home buyers. 
We expect to continue utilizing a higher level incentives in fiscal 2024, particularly rate buy-downs in the current interest rate environment. Okay, so they're making smaller homes, so they're more affordable, especially given the fact that we've got these terrible, I mean, relatively high rates. The average rate can move quite a bit through the quarter, but we tend to stay about 1 to 1.25 points below the market at any given time. So right now I should be able to go look for a house. I think we were at like 7.05% today. Maybe it wasn't that low, but I should be able to look for something at 6.05% on a rate buy-down on a new construction for the first two years, if I'm lucky, from a new home builder. About 60% of our closing about 60% of our closing are used with some form of rate buy-down, the most in- successful incentive we have seen, which to me is an indication that the rates are too high, okay? They're just too high. If, if an incentive is working that well, it means there's something wrong with the actual number. Our buyers are focused primarily on affordability, and for us, the way we deliver that affordability is through monthly payment process, and that's obviously been a big driver for the rate buy-downs, but also introducing smaller product footprints and deaminitizing some of the homes a bit and letting people do things to improve their homes after the closing when their financial position perhaps has changed and they can afford a little more. So the strategy for DR Horton apparently is just put in the, you know, the, the lowest of the low-quality products and then hope that the person feels like there's enough equity in the home over time to want to invest in it and make it a nicer home. That's in theory. Over half of our business is first-time home buyers because despite what's happening with interest rates, those buyers need a place to live. They don't already own a home, so they're not a discretionary buyer. They're in the market looking at buy versus rent opportunities. So if we can stay competitive with the rental market on that front, we're going to continue to capture first-time home buyer market share. So basically what they're saying is, is we can build you something that you would normally find in a rental, but it's a single-family home, and you should be happy about that. And I'm not happy about it. I'm not. Just going back to the original tweet, Note that house quality is a key indicator when we're, whether we're getting richer as a country. Apparently, we're going in reverse. So then I saw this article on the New York Post. It says, the company selling tiny homes from 130,000 sparks critics. This is a new affordable housing market. So I didn't, I didn't mark this one up, unfortunately. But this is, I believe this is the same thing we're going to see a video about. It says, um, Lennar is one of the nation's largest home developers. Most recently, it constructed a tiny home community comprised of 350 square foot homes in San Antonio, Texas, 350 square feet. Known as Elm Trails, each tiny home boasts a one bedroom and one bathroom with a starting price of $130,000. It says this two-story home has a smart layout that offers everything you need to live in comfort. (laughs) It says in the back of the home, I love how it's described. The front door leads into an open concept kitchen, which flows effortlessly into the living area. In the back of the home is an owner's suite, which features two closets and a private bathroom. Upstairs is an open space that can be used for storage. (laughs) Great. It says, however, online critics question whether it was enough and enough for the price. On X, formerly known as Twitter, the account Wall Street Silver posted a video with the caption, this is the new affordable housing market. These are $100,000 tiny homes with no garages being built in a new neighborhood in San Antonio, Texas. It says they want everybody to live in a box, the least amount of land possible, one person commented. More like a $100,000 jail cell, another person wrote. And the whole point of tiny homes is that they're only supposed to be thirty dollars to $50,000 max, somebody else explained. And to be fair, it says there are options for other home lots, including a one-bedroom, two-bathroom unit that occupies 660 square feet and is priced at one hundred. And sixty-three thousand dollars. 
So, I mean, let's see a video of the of the homes, right? Like that. That seems to be good. Let's uh, let's do that now. I don't know how it's going to go on. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it or anything. But he's basically his, the background music is is uh, actually I probably shouldn't do it because I'll probably get copyright. So here I'm just going to play it this way. And so there it is, and there they are. And if you look at the back, see the high high power in the back. Great. And there he just went through the living area. Now he's in the kitchen. There's no refrigerator. The reason they don't put the refrigerator in is if you saw it, you'd be so small, you would never want to live there. Here's your bedroom. That's you know, and that's it. And then oh, look at all this space. My closet is bigger at my house. Great. Great. Oh, there's a bathroom upstairs. Oh, look, it's so, it's so wonderful. All right. So hopefully we've seen enough of that. Shout out to that dude for making a, a real estate video. I should do more of those. So, yeah. I mean, look, I don't, I don't begrudge anyone for wanting to own their own house. I, I, what I, what I, th- and I, and look, you can buy an old home, a used home, for six hundred square feet in some neighborhoods in St. Louis, and they're they're not that great. It's not. It's it's. I don't want you to think that this is like never been done before. Okay, it's just I don't like it. I don't like it. And speaking of affordability, we have the, the subdivision being built across the street where the lowest prices are half a million dollars and it's 1,200 square feet. And I mean, who can afford that, right? So I, I just, as far as the affordability, it's, it's nuts. And I don't want people to have to live in those places. Now, I don't control where people live. But I just think that it's America, I think we're trying. We're being conditioned to want to like want less, to expect less. We should lower our expectations. We shouldn't reach for the stars anymore. We should reach for the mud, and I, I don't want to do that. That's that's not what I want. But yet, that's where it feels like we're being pushed. Is this what you want? Do you want to live in these houses? I mean, like, say you graduated high school, you got no place to go. Okay. Is it better than renting? I don't know. I don't know. You don't have much, and now, now you're buying a house where you know you're going to have to remodel it in the future when you have more equity in the home. If, you know, there is an argument, how many, I mean, you've got a, a neighborhood full of, you know, $130,000 houses. How's that going to work out long term? I don't know. It's just lots of questions, not many answers. Let me know what you think in the comment section. I'd be curious. With that, I'm going to head on out. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.